0: What's up, After Buzzers? We are here and we are on diets, and this diet includes lots of vomit. Stay tuned to find out more on the Santa Clara After Show and After Buzz.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin.
0: We had to get some Kanye on this.
1: Of course, <laughs> just in time for the Grammys. Yes,
0: I know. Even though he doesn't go to the Grammys, he doesn't all today. No, I love this song. And you guys, once you watch the show, you'll get why I'm playing this song. And I never saw this music video, so I'm just seeing it right now, and it's kind of awkward.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty strange.
0: <laughs> So what's up, everybody? We are here with Santa Clarita After Show on After Buzz, and this is episode one of season one, and like I said, we're on diets.
1: Yeah, we are. So, obviously, human, <laughs> human flesh, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. So, anti, the anti-vegan diet.
0: Exactly. The,
1: the, we're the anti-vegan. I know, I know. Although,
0: so, so welcome. If you are here watching, we're really excited to talk super late at night. About a super interesting show, the Santa Clarita Diet. I'm Jesse Zaner. You can find me all over social media at Athletic. And where can they find you, Mina?
1: Hi, I'm Mina. You can find me at Mina Makes Magic on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Okay, so let's start from the very beginning because I this is so weird. Like this, how this whole show came about is so weird. So. Mina and I actually went to the premiere of this show and I um, had no idea what to expect because I had seen the billboards and I love Netflix original shows, Mm -hmm. so I was really excited about it, um, but I had no idea what I was getting myself into because...
1: Yeah, I usually, I don't even watch zombie stuff at all. The only zombie stuff I watch is if it's like meshed with comedy. So like Shaun of the Dead super funny, very dark, you know, British humor. Yeah, I love that. Zombieland. I like it because, you know, you infuse the comedy into the situation. Yeah. But if it's just like straight up zombie flicks, I haven't really, I can't say I don't like it, but I never really got into it. So because like for me, I always gravitate towards comedy.
0: So the comedy zombie shows and movies that you've watched, have they been like gruesome and like disgusting?
1: In a comedic way, yeah,, okay. so like it's funny, yeah, like I mean, you guys you have you watched zombieland no. people
0: like- i am like I've <laughs> never watched anything zombies in my entire life. I am so grossed out by everything, so um, I try to stay away from horror films, zombies, uh whatever else, yeah, so i've this is like my this is like my first zombie test run, I guess.
1: And how did you feel after the first? I mean, we saw it together and it there were yes. parts that were really funny. Yeah. But I feel like it's probably going to pick up steam later on. That's what I'm thinking. So yeah.
0: let's start from the very beginning. Um, we see Sheila and Joel. They're the couple. That's Drew Barrymore. She, Sheila, and mm-hmm. Joel.
1: Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Yes.
0: And um, he's so good in this show. I actually love him. I think he's I like one, I think he's like my favorite character in this whole show. Yeah. Um, and they have a daughter, Abby. And basically they wake up one morning and Sheila's not feeling well. She has like a pain in her stomach. But mm-hmm. she's just like a typical mom. She's like, oh, I'm fine. You know, it goes along with her her day goes to work and she gets really sick at work and just starts projectile vomiting like ridiculous amount of barf and it's yeah. green and it's disgusting and we were eating popcorn and i was just
1: like i can't eat the popcorn it's, it's like so nasty
0: people i was not expecting this i seriously had no idea this is about zombies and like how a zombie was made. Like, I had no idea. I started looking up how you become a zombie Mm -hmm. because she throws up, and when she throws up, this little thing comes out of her, and she's like, oh, I threw up this. Like, it's nothing. Yeah, and it was her heart,
1: I would assume, right? Yeah. So um here's my question for you yeah so to become a zombie you have to be bitten by a zombie but how did the very first zombie become a zombie because it's like the chicken and the egg story well that's like everything did, in life right how did the first zombie like come into being from where i don't know if Does you anybody guys know yes. yeah i was gonna say if Does anybody knows, out there know where like,
0: zombies like where the first zombie came from well my other question was how did she become a zombie
1: she went to Aber zombie and fitch i'm kidding it was so bad <laughs> that was so bad the i literally is, though, just I, thought like, of i was that. like blaming you i'm like really no uh, is I, that a place like instead of abercrombie i know but that, that was not product placement <laughs> at all i swear guys like not at all um that's so funny. How how does someone become a zombie well, other than being bit? And I want to know. Like, well, and that's you, what like... I'm like
0: wondering. Like, and we haven't seen the whole show because we're trying to stick with the you know show by show. We're, today we're covering episode one and two. Mm-hmm. If I didn't tell you guys that, we're covering episode one and two, so we didn't go anywhere past two. So I don't know if they're gonna tell us how she becomes bit and or however she becomes a zombie. Yeah, um, and I
1: have a feeling that I mean the family's probably gonna become a zombie right like there's only so much human flesh in the in the world what you gonna do like kill the entire neighborhood
0: yeah so so what did you think about the scene with the barfing because again I did not know this was she was gonna be a zombie and all of this I thought she was going around murdering people with her husband or something like I didn't know what to expect from this Mm -hmm. show so when I saw her barf like I literally could not take it
1: yeah (laughs)
0: It was, it was everywhere. Fu- it
1: was funny. I mean, I feel like there's bits and pieces of, like, funny moments. Yeah. Like, my favorite was when, you know, the first guy that she was with that... Not her husband, but the guy Gary. that was hitting... Gary. Yes. I couldn't remember his name. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and he was just being, like, really creepy, like... Yeah. And, like you know, that, like, toxic male masculinity where he's like, I know you want it, yeah. like, kind of thing, and she wasn't into it, and then she pretends to be, yeah. and then just, like, puts his finger
0: in oh her my mouth, God. like, in a
1: sexual way. I was like, what is this? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> she just, like, bites it off, and it was just the funniest moment because it was so absurd. Like, it, it was, was so over the no, top. No, it was,
0: but it was still disgusting. So the part uh, Mina's talking about is... Throughout the show, we find out that she and her husband are realtors. And they're, you know, trying to sell this house when she gets sick. Anyways, a new guy, Gary, comes to the office and he's just a complete D-bag. Like, he is so, like, I can't even deal with him. But anyways, he, um, you know, is coming on to her. And she's out after she becomes a zombie. She's out at the bar and... You know, he's trying to get with her and she's, whatever. She's missing for the night. Her husband wakes up. She doesn't come home. And next thing you know, Gary comes by her house and she's gardening. And he tries to come on to her again And she literally bites his finger off, and there's, like, just blood everywhere. It's all over her face. And then she's like, oh, this is the weirdest foreplay ever. And I was like, oh, my God, dude, this is so gross. Like, it was, like, so funny, but at the same time, it was so disgusting. Like, I cannot take all of the blood. I
1: was laughing because it was completely unexpected for me. <laughs> it was. And it was so, it was like a freaky, it was like, you know, I think that what makes things funny, a lot of the times, it's when something is unexpected. So you expect one thing, right. something else happens and that like, weird like, gap yeah. of expectations <laughs> versus reality is what makes something funny. Well, and that
0: was the first person that she was, that she ate. Yeah. That we've seen her eat. All, all this time she'd been at home eating um, like, Oh my gosh, like raw beef and just raw meat. It was disgusting. Yeah. Also gross. I can't deal with this. How do you zombie people do it?
1: At the same time, that's what animals do. So is it really that gross? So
0: I'm <laughs> glad that you mentioned that because um, we, throughout the two episodes, we kind of get to meet their neighbors, Lisa and Dan, I believe, and they have the son Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eric's the cop, right? Yes. Yeah. And Eric is kind of like, a creeper is what abby calls him Mm -hmm. and one thing that he says in a good way yeah he is a creeper in a good way like i like eric he's he's cool um but one thing that he says is he he it's so funny that you mentioned that because he says aren't we as humans the ultimate zombie because we just like eat like whatever for you know our to help us i guess and then it really made me think like oh my god i never thought about it that unless way. you're
1: vegan unless yeah unless or, you're or, vegan Or you're like such a good person yeah. that you're just I'm vegetarian like, you're i'm not like gonna killing hurt an animal i'm not gonna support the meat industry i'm not gonna support the dairy industry i really want to be i'm not being sarcastic i want to be vegan oh my gosh it'd be do. so hard i love i get inspired by the channels and then i'm like how do i make this a lifestyle it's very difficult <laughs>
0: it is very difficult yeah it's crazy um, so back to Drew Barrymore's diet. Now she's this zombie. She can't eat anything. But there are other characteristics of her personality that completely changed throughout the first episode. Because at the beginning, we see that she's, you know, she she's a mom. She has things to do. And she comes down in the morning and she talks about Jennifer Lawrence chopping her hair off. Mm-hmm. And she asks her husband if she's bold. Because she says, like, I wish I could be more bold. Am I bold? And she's mm-hmm. kind of answering her own questions, and she's like, no, I wish I could be, like, 20% more bolder. And then she's like, mm-hmm. no, 80%. No, 80 would be too much. And she's, like, really, like, struggling with, you know, who she is and who she wishes she could be. And then when she turns into a zombie, she's, like, a completely different person. Mm-hmm. She, You see that she's just, like, happier. She's more calm. She's like easygoing. Mm-hmm. She also is definitely like more of a risk taker and
1: She's lovable both ways though. This she is really the is. crazy thing about Drew yeah. Barrymore as an actress. Like I feel like every role she does Whether she's, like, the nerdy girl or, like, she's Charlie's, one of Charlie's angels. Like, whatever she is. If she's a badass or she's a nerd or she's a mom. Like, she's always so freaking lovable. Yes. Like, you can't help but love Drew Barrymore. That's why I was excited about the show. Because I love her. I think she's Yes, I do, too.
0: And that's exactly why I wanted to see the show, too. And it's so funny because I think that even comes across with her husband in this show. Like, Mm -hmm. he still is, like, in love with her even though she is going kind of crazy.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's nice. Like, yeah, it's, is that true love though? Because you're, you're kind of like adaptable and you're like adapting to your partner's changing ways and it's very, it's endearing and it's cute. It is. And he's like, I'm in this with you if you want yeah. me to be. And just like the, you know, like when he goes and tries to go to the doctor because he's so concerned about oh her. Oh my God. And then we see, yes. what, who was it, Pat and Oswald? Yes. I love that cameo. That was such a good cameo. Now, they
0: have a lot of good cameos in this yeah. series. That is one of my favorite parts when he goes to find the doctor who's doing all this research. Because when he walks in, he's met with this guy who's just rolling something down the hall. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that part? Yeah,
1: and that guy's really funny. Yeah,
0: so he's like... He's like, "What do you need him for?" And he's like, "Uh," and he's like, "Just, I'm, I'm just busting your balls." He's like, "Yeah." yeah. He, he's like, "He's right over there." So you see him, and but he's, he's like, "Like
1: douchebag or whatever." He mutters under his back. after afterwards. he like walks by. And yeah,
0: he, yeah, that guy's hilarious. So I hope we see him more because we do see him also in episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just everything that happens is just really like. I had no idea any of this is going to happen, so I'm just still shocked that all of this zombie stuff is going on.
1: And this is the other thing. I feel like the cameo, like, like expanding on phone what you were saying, I feel like the cameos really make the show, because, the, like, all those little things and those appearances, like, yeah. you know, the Asian girl in the supermarket? Oh, I love her. Like, she's such a great cameo. Yeah. She, she's not a famous cameo, but she's still a great minor role that adds she's that great comedic element to the show and i feel like i'm super excited to see what other cameos show up in episode three episode yes. four, because i feel like that's what they're doing like they're getting you know some traction by just putting in like these fun little things that you catch like in an i spy book yeah and you're like yes that was funny that was i know light well fun. and i
0: i love um what is her name regina Is that what her name is? Regina is which one? The short hair um, blonde? No. What is her name? The girl that's in the store. Um, Oh, my gosh. The girl that's in the store that he keeps going into to find the stethoscope first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't remember what her name is. And um, then he goes in later to get to find, like, a new toaster oven knob because yeah. because he broke his um it was
1: so really the funny thing is so it was so great. relatable like what he was going through because i've literally why you've
0: had a zombie in your house and then you broke <laughs> <Exactly>. the toaster <laughs>
1: exactly no but seriously there have been times like you know when you get so busy in life and you just like space out or you're yes. like debating between different options there was legitimately a time i went to the supermarket and i'm just like staring because i'm like so spacey and i'm just thinking about other things and i was in the produce aisle this, like, old man looks at me like, Are you okay? I'm like, Oh, yeah, I'm totally <laughs> fine. I'm good. I'm good. Or, like, even like when you go to the supermarket and you're like, Why are there a million different options for the same thing? Yes, and you're like comparing prices and brands, and you're like, This is literally the same thing. This is so ridiculous. Right. Like, consumer capitalist. And America. that's exactly what
0: he's going through. Like, yeah. there's so
1: many steth-
0: stethoscopes, and he's like, Which one do I get? And I want a dual, st- whatever stethoscope, <laughs> yeah. and she's
1: like, it's Yeah, the that- best one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: She's like, yeah, that, I'm pretty sure that means two, um, but it's just it, it's a zombie show that's super relatable to just like your life. It's mm-hmm. weird. So one of my um, one of the, one of the most surprising parts of the show for me also was after we see her eat Gary, um, they have to like both of their neighbors are cops on yeah. both sides of the house good
1: cop bad cop yes too. And, yeah
0: and the one so far has stayed out of their business but dan i believe his name is that lives next door he is super like right off the bat he is you can tell that he's always watching because one of the first things that he says to them um, at the beginning of the episode when we first meet him is he said that he noticed a light on in their den all night a light on in their den. Yeah, so they when they come out in the morning and they're getting ready to go to work, he's like, "Hey, I noticed light a, a light in your den that was oh, on he all was night." Nitpicky. Sorry, nitpicky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's like, and um, Joel's like, "Yeah, okay." And he's like, "Yeah, that's pretty unusual." It's like, "No, I just forgot to turn the light off," you know. So we we see right off the bat that um, he's like this nosy neighbor who's always. Mm-hmm. And, and their business
1: about everything.
0: Yes. yeah. So, Which is
1: funny because his stepson is creeper and knows everything about any everybody. Yes, I know. But he does it in a good way. Right. Like, he wants to help. He wants to fit in. Right. But at the same time, he also wants to stand out. This other guy is just like, I don't yeah. know. He takes his job so seriously. Yes. Like, to the point where he wants to micromanage. It's just funny seeing, like, that dynamic. Like, they don't get along, but they're both... In everyone's business, one right. up close and personal, the cop, and then the child right. from afar. Like I feel like you could analyze that dynamic alone and see the similarities, like right, like no, a Venn diagram true. of how they're they're both knowledgeable, yes. but one is invasive and the other isn't. Right, and the one that isn't invasive is the one that ends up bonding with the family and helping yes. from the inside.
0: And that's one of the things Joel was worried about. Joel talked to Abby about, you know, what if Eric tells his stepfather and she's she's like no he they they don't get along at all so eric actually helps them through this process after he finds i mean he kind of knows right away what drew barrymore's character is becoming Mm -hmm. or what she is now um And he's shocked by it, but he's almost, like, excited about it. And then once she kills Gary, I mean, first off, it's, like, in broad daylight. Thank God none of the neighbors were home. And then I I just can't imagine how stressful this will be. Because, like, the husband and her, they get him in this, like, big plastic container Mm -hmm. that they can't find the lid for. And they drive out into the desert and they, like, pull it. Dump it. And they try to, and they, it dumps all over the place. And you see a car roll up. For sure, I thought it was the police. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know who else it could be. I didn't
1: think it was going to be the kid. I didn't think it would be Abby and the and yeah. creeper boy, but I forgot his name.
0: Um, I, uh, Eric. Yes. Eric, yes. Well, it's so funny because I didn't. Th- I, I definitely thought it was a cop, and I was like, okay, what the hell are they going to do? They had blood literally mm-hmm. everywhere. It was spilled all over the place. I thought it would
1: be a new character. It would have been great if it was a cameo. Yes. Like some random. Yeah
0: person I I thought a
1: cameo would be good for something like that what do you think God, it would have to be like dude. an authoritative but funny yeah like like person oh my
0: god i love eugene levy like i think he would be yeah, so funny just like show good. up but like he he's like so goofy though i don't know if he's necessarily authoritative but even he, always he tries to be yes. of, like the
1: dad or like in american pie or like that figure of authority that's still funny yeah yeah that would be a good who one who are you I, thinking for that I'm trying to think of like what actors have been in like stereotypical cop roles. Cause for me I almost like think Dwayne the Rock Johnson would be oh perfect. My God, that'd be because so he's funny. like this big guy that yeah. has such a commanding presence, but he's so like lovable and funny. Yes. That I, I feel love like him. it would be just like a funny cameo for him to be like, What's going on over here? But
0: then if somebody else showed up other than the kids,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what like what would have happened?
1: So I was like of like John would- Cena. Okay. Well, around. yeah, because like I was
0: like whoever this is, she's clearly going to have to eat them because they're going to
1: find out. But then she's only going to crave like really muscular meat from like bodybuilders and then she can yes. only eat that cuz it's the premium right. lean so meat. Right. So let's get to that. Yeah. So yeah. so what
0: ends up happening is it's it's actually Eric and Abby. They come and Eric gets right into cleaning up and helping out and you know they get rid of Gary and Eric. Kind of helps them with their plan on how they're going to get away with this. He needs to go. They need to go to his house, pack a bag, get in his car, drive it, and he needs to take this. He puts together this like he has some type of fluid that is going to wash the blood out of the grass. There and, is
1: something like that that exists that serial killers use. I'm pretty sure, oh my right? God, I isn't don't there? Know. It's like. What's the chemical called? It, like, erases the prints or something? Well, that's... Like, he, bleach. Oh, bleach! Is it bleach?
0: Was that what he used? No. It was something, <laughs> something It was something similar. like that because he tells Abby, make sure you tell your dad to use it, like, three to one because it will kill the grass. Mm-hmm. So then at, like, two in the morning, Drew Barrymore, or Sheila and Joel, are out there spraying the grass. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the neighbor sees and notices. Obviously. Yeah. And has to come say something about them the next day being out spraying the grass with things. Mm -hmm. And they claim they just have an ant problem.
1: That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So,
0: um so aside from that, one of my other favorite parts of the show of this of these two episodes was the dynamic between Abby and Eric. Because we know right off the bat that Eric has this thing for Abby. An insane
1: crush, yeah. Yeah.
0: And Abby's just like You know, I feel like she's just, like, too cool for him, and he's kind of, like, a nerd. She always calls him creeper.
1: Mm -hmm. But she's not a cool, like, she's not considered part of the cool clique. In her way, she's still kind of an individual. Like, I don't see her being part of any clique.
0: Well, I think she's cool because she just, like, doesn't give a shit, like, about anything. Like, even when her parents start going through all this, she's like, okay, now I'm going to swear in front of you guys, just so you know.
1: Have you seen Mean Girls, by the way? yes do you know like how they have the table of the different cliques yes which one would she be a part of because i feel like it's so hard to place her i I feel like she'd be like a like a janice ian or something like now she's turning into a janice Ian, like a rebel that maybe started off as a katie heron like yeah you might be right about that
0: actually yeah because i i just feel like at this point she just like doesn't care because we see her just walk out of school she's like the hell with this Mm because i guess when you when all this stuff is going on in your life you're just like the hell with it i'm done
1: yeah deuces yeah (laughs) they they
0: buy a range rover uh she leaves school and then they get to the comic place because when she ditches school she sees eric on her way out and he's like i'm gonna join you and he has this robot Mm -hmm. and he puts the robot down and the robot starts like functioning in some way and then he's all mad at the robot i thought it was so cute the little robot
1: And it's almost like mimicking how he is with yeah a little- yeah <laughs> committing me but
0: it's actually a really cute moment between the two because when they go to the um when they go to the comic store he kind of has this rapport already with the guy that works yeah. there and they can only like read these comic books for like 30 seconds at a time <laughs> and then they have to put it down and she somehow finds the mom Mombie, is that how it's cl- yeah that? yeah yeah. it's Mom-by. a mom zombie comic book and she starts reading it and the guy at the comic store is yelling at her and again she just doesn't give a shit she's mm-hmm. like i'm gonna read it and she like basically pick like has this ridiculous strength like i don't know if she was going to um some type of class but she like picks him up and throws him on the ground mm-hmm. so i don't know yeah, but she's pretty
1: super superhuman. Yeah, <laughs> turning into <laughs> That's like what I
0: was like I was like, is she a zombie too? Like, do they have this like weird power like that?
1: Don't no. I think that just happens when the adrenaline kicks she... in, right? Like she's I been don't know if I penting pick up, dude up like everything in... <laughs> inside for so long, and she just, she's just like, like, I'm just dropping... over this. Yeah, she's like, I'm reading this. Don't challenge me. I'm reading me. this
0: comic. So yeah. So yeah. Any other parts that you can recall?
1: I do want to make a weird parallel. Just because this happened in my own life. Yes. Yesterday. Okay. So I'm apartment sitting for my brother and his girlfriend. They have a cat. I came in around midnight last night and I saw a dead mouse in the middle of the kitchen. No And I freaked out because I've never had like cats before or like any rodent infestation. And I was like, this place is super clean. There's no way we have a rodent problem. Yeah. Um... And so, I saw that there was, like, the the mouse had been, like, attacked or something. Yeah. And I was like, what crazy cat brings in, like, a rodent and doesn't eat it? So, then I asked my friend, who has a bunch of cats, and I Googled it, Yeah, and I found out that Cats do this thing where in order to show their love and appreciation for whoever their owner is, they go and they hunt animals and they bring it inside to be like, look at what I got for you. And I almost was thinking, it almost feels like Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant's relationship where like she's a zombie who only eats humans and he's kind of like, I'll get a human for you. I'm in on this with you. Like I'll bring them for you. And like, almost kind of like him being like showing his love and like solidarity with her and being like, look at what I got you raw meat from the grocery store and then like trying to step it up like i'm gonna get you a human and i'm gonna go to like the hospital and get a human body and bring it back so it felt like that weird experience i had yesterday where i was like because i didn't know that was a thing where cats do that until everyone was like no that's totally normal it's how they show their love they're hunters that's what they do they they kill the rodents and then they bring it inside for their owners to be like Thank you, human.
0: <laughs> I had a cat that killed four rabbits in one day oh and just God. kept bringing their head and putting it right in, Ew. like, when you open the door and you, like, the first step you take, like, you had to look down because you would step right on its head. And, Ew. like, I like rabbits. I so rabbits. I felt so bad. I had to bring the cat in because I was like, you have got to stop killing four mm-hmm. in one day. And my dad was like, because this was when I was younger. My dad was, my dad was like, I'm going to make you pick the next one up. So I'm like, no. It was totally oh my disgusting. Gosh.
1: I freaked out yesterday. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I, so what did you do? I was, I'm was. i just so scared of mice. Like, I hate lizards. I hate mice. Like, I mean, obviously, like, the animal I hate more than any animal are crocodiles. Yes. But that's not, like, a realistic thing for me to run into. Yeah. So, like, within the realm of possibility of anything I can run into, it's literally just lizards and mice that I just... Oh my I'm, gosh. like, so freaked out by them. So I had to, like gather it in a bag and throw it in the dumpster uh. but I was so scared because I was like is it alive is it dead yeah is it half dead and then when I was like standing outside of the apartment I'm like wait is that the toy that I bought the cat because I recently bought it a toy yeah that was it was like a rat yeah that you put like catnip inside yeah and I was like wait is that the toy is he playing with it and then I was like No, but I see blood, and I was like, "Ew, I can't." Oh, that's gross.
0: So you need a zombie mom to take care of that for you. Mombie, yeah, a mombie.
1: Yes, we need mombies. I do. And the funny thing is my mom actually did help me with it yesterday because I was like, mom, I can't go inside. She just happened to be there with me and she was like helping me put it inside the bag. Oh my And gosh. she hates mice too. But I was like, you need to help me because I'm going to freak out right now. I was such it's, a drama queen about no, it. No, I, like, I, I, I totally would
0: not pick that up. I I'd can't. like go knock on the neighbor's door and be like, can you come get this? Because I cannot do this. Yeah,
1: I was scared. And this was like at midnight. So I was just... So, There's no one I can call. Ghostbusters. Like, night. <laughs> she can't
0: call Ghostbusters. They will not clean that up. <laughs> not at midnight. Can't make
1: a 911 <laughs> call I think I'm crazy. So, but the thing is,
0: is I'm so glad you brought that up about, like, Joel helping Sheila. Because one thing that we didn't talk enough about that was very prevalent in this in these two episodes was the diet. Like, the Santa Clarita diet. Her diet was... And I don't know, maybe if you're out there and you're a zombie lover, you can tell me a little bit more about how zombies work. But, like, I did not know that zombies, like, could just eat regular meat. And as they're the, like, grade, I don't know if it's, like, the grade of meat or, like, the freshness of meat or, like, yeah. whatever. Like, like then you can't go back to the old meat. Like, because at first she was eating. Because
1: the standard, it's like when yeah. you start eating sushi, right? And then you start, and you're like, "Yeah, California rolls. That's like the best sushi I've ever had. Like that's when I first started eating sushi. Yeah. And then I became a snob. I'm like, no, it's like all about sashimi or pokey or this or that. And I was like, California rolls are so basic. I like so do you think so that's I just like, like a snob about it? Like,
0: because this- first we see her eat like a snail. Yeah. Then she's eating like, just like meat like i said just raw meat Mm -hmm. out of the refrigerator and then she eats gary
1: her palate changes yeah but
0: then she tries to go back and she like can't eat it she's getting sick yeah and then she tries to eat the chicken
1: yeah, it's like if you kills? go. It's like if you go to oh McDonald's God, and then you get a chicken sandwich, and then you go to a restaurant that specializes, or like a food truck that is known for their chicken sandwiches. But like, she literally you can can't never eat have, it. You can <laughs> never have <laughs> it again. Like the cheap brand after you have like the delicious whatever, or like if you go and you have like homemade brownies versus whatever like random thing they have at any store i'm not gonna say brand names because i'm just like i don't want to throw any brand under the bus but you know what i mean like you can never go back to that generic brand you want the homemade stuff well
0: then even later joel goes and gives um that guy that works in the doctor's office he gives him like what a few thousand dollars or does he give him a thousand dollars or five hundred dollars maybe are you
1: talking about the part where the guy thought he was into necrophilia yeah
0: exactly yeah and he gives him money to take a body but they don't have enough money to afford the whole body so he gets like a foot yeah but then she goes to eat that and she can't even eat that so we find out that she has to like they're gonna have to kill people to get her to eat because she can't eat anything else right
1: mm-hmm. she can't she's, so what she's is- gone days without eating at one point right it's been it was like what 24 hours or something yeah. like yeah
0: so yeah since we don't know like I don't know what happens in the next episode because I'm trying to stay with our shows um what do you think she's gonna do like what's what's their plan Are they just going to kill innocent people, or do you think they'll go after bad guys? Because, like, Gary was a bad guy, and she makes that clear. She's like, oh, he was a bad guy anyways.
1: This is the thing. I saw episode three because I couldn't wait. So I kind of have an idea of what's going to happen in terms of... and Because you asked me, are they going to go after innocent people? You will see in episode three, because there is this whole dilemma that comes up, uh, where I'm not going to tell you the result, but they're like, is it okay to kill if they're if they're guilty like if they're guilty humans does that make it any better because they're bad humans anyways doing bad things versus if they're innocent humans or well, is, then, yes, like right? is is human life human life or are we that's able to point. judge who's that's guilty who's innocent and who is worthy of life that's it almost goes back to like that death penalty question yes. that's so okay. polarizing so i
0: have to ask you if you were her And try to keep like your thoughts about episode three. But like Mm -hmm. what would you decide? What do you mean? To like eat.
1: Well, obviously it's so hard to eat something that's in it. But that isn't that the vegan argument? Like you shouldn't eat animals because they're innocent creatures that don't deserve to die. But then you have like you have pescatarians who are like, Well, um, I'll eat fish because the way fish are, are, are fished isn't the same way cows are slaughtered. The way cows are slaughtered are super inhumane. The way fish are caught are are better. But then there's people who argue, but what about fish farms? Like it's like drowning a fish to take it out of water. So there's yeah. like so many different arguments of like, is it okay to eat cows? Is it okay to eat pork? Is it okay or should you just eat vegetables? Should so, you cut the line at dairy? Yeah. It's like that same argument. Like, is it okay to eat innocent humans versus guilty humans and who's who are we to judge if someone's innocent? so who guilty? are you gonna eat just so, anybody I, i'm gonna eat you oh shit <laughs> i'm kidding who am i gonna eat <laughs> yeah. do i do i want to get rid of the bad people in the world or yeah. who do i think will be delicious or do you just eat I'm whatever thinking about like comes celebrities up. right now like what celebrity would i want to have on a platter just like yeah um
0: i know a few who
1: would you want to like, if you could eat any celebrity <laughs> like you just cut them up and be- like be- wasn't there a serial killer who was doing that um, yeah, so something there's... Something bomber or something? So, Jeffrey... Wait, no. Oh, Jeffrey
0: Dahmer. So Jeffrey yes. Dahmer, yeah. So there's a few serial killers that, like, did that. That's so disgusting. But Jeffrey Dahmer is one of the most notorious. And, yeah. Yeah. Interesting guy. So who did guy. he? So... Did he, he?
1: so Just random humans?
0: No, so he actually kind of had, like, a theory behind it. And is if you are, like, studying Jeffrey Dahmer out there, maybe you can clear this up. But he, um he had this thing where he like wanted to feel like powerful over people and i think he was also like gay mm-hmm. so like he went after guys in the club and then would like bring them home and then kill them and then sleep with them and then cut their body parts off and then store them in the refrigerator oh my God. but actually i don't know if he actually ate them or not but i know that he had like body parts stored but
1: you remember in history the donner party or whatever they, they had to, like, start eating the horse and eating each other. <laughs> There's something weird oh like God. that I learned in fourth no, grade. No, but there was
0: another serial something killer like who was um, in Philadelphia. He was taking prostitutes off streets. Mm-hmm. And then he was, like, he had this, like, dungeon, like, down, like, below ground, like, behind his house. And mm-hmm. he would, like, torture them by electrocuting them. And he actually, like, electrocuted... Uh, this is really bad that we're talking about this, but he, like, electrocuted God. them to death. Like, not all of them, but, like accidentally oh, one of them. So- yeah. of them. Oh, that's good. That's
1: good. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. That's seriously ridiculous. <laughs> and he, ridiculous.
0: um, this is, like, the war story. I can't even believe I'm telling you guys this. But he, um, like, chopped the one up that he killed because he didn't know what to do with her. Mm-hmm. And then he fed it to the other girls that he was keeping there.
1: <gasps> I know. I can't even listen to that. It's so disgusting. Anyways, he got caught and he got killed
0: in jail. So, he's taken care of. So. That's, yeah, that's...
1: What happens in someone's mind where they think uh, you have think... to be
0: really crazy, or you have to be a
1: zombie? Maybe there's zombies, maybe there's real
0: life zombies.
1: Oh my god, they walk among us! Yes, who's, who's so, the one? I don't know. Who, do, we uh, do we have any celebrity zombies?
0: Do we have any? have a Michael Jackson
1: from Thriller.
0: Yeah, do you have a celebrity zombie that you know of?
1: A celebrity zombie. Well, what's the definition of a zombie? Because I yes. I feel like there was like an urban dictionary.
0: Yeah, uh, we didn't even get to that.
1: Definition. Totally. Let's see. Because we keep talking about them, but what are they? I know. What are zombies? Okay. <laughs> so um, the definition according to urban dictionary. Well, first of all, the scientific name. Yes. Because this is so crucial to yes. categorize them you know, scientifically, is homo cro- coprophagus somnamphilis. And I'm guessing it's, these are like all Latin roots, just because they, like, if you ever read Harry Potter, a lot of the spells have yes. Latin roots. And I recognize, like, obviously homo means same, copro, I'm guessing that's like corpse, because in Spanish, cuerpo is body. So I'm guessing it's something like that. I don't know what phagus is. somna what sleep like insomnia yeah somnus probably sleep Ambulus, ambulate like move like a moving sleeping body that
0: interesting. is interesting
1: i might be completely wrong because no, i don't that's... know latin but this is like what i'm trying to like g- gather for it but the definition is a deceased human being who has partially returned to life due to undeterminable causes the brain retains Based facilities namely gross motor function in its near mindless state it grasps no remains of emotion personality or sensation of pain in rare cases some of the reanimated have reflexively performed routine activities from their past lives but, yes yeah
0: yeah go go yes
1: yeah, so I I'm just thinking like that's but the thing is, you still see personality in drew barrymore so she's not full-on zombie yet is she so because if that's... it says it grasps no remains of emotion personality or sensation of pain first of all she she has emotion she gets super excited ex- yeah excitement is an emotion yeah she's excited about life she's jazz. she's right. enthusiastic she's energetic right and when she doesn't have food like a normal human, she is hangry and yes. and like drained. Yeah, so she still retains a lot of human qualities. She definitely does,
0: yeah. And that's so interesting because I truly didn't know exactly what a zombie was, but yes, yeah, she definitely does have emotion. But I feel like it's so hard not to have emotion, and it would like I don't know what that would even look like
1: you're because just, you're like, right because like everything like yeah those, like exactly yeah. yeah
0: so now you guys have learned a little bit more about zombies but before we go tonight i want to talk to you guys about another new show that's coming out the good fight have you heard about that show
1: i actually like saw like some sort of description of it online but i i don't really know a lot about it. yeah
0: so i've been hearing about it all over the radio so the good fight is the next chapter of the good wife story Have you seen The Good Wife? I have it.
1: I watch comedies, remember? That's
0: that's true. That's true. So it's a CBS All Access original series set in the world of The Good Wife. The Good Fight is from the creators of The Good Wife. Robert and Michelle King continue as showrunners. And Christine Baranski reprises her role as Diane Lockhart. Diane is at the end of her career planning retirement, but loses everything in a Ponzi scheme and now has to rebuild her life. When I heard this, I was like, this is crazy. I... Like, I want to watch this now. Could you imagine, like, planning your retirement and then losing everything on a Ponzi scheme?
1: I mean, I feel like some Americans have gone through that. Yeah, so be careful. And that,
0: this might be a good show to watch if you're going through this. Mm -hmm. So, Cush Jumbo reprises her role as Luca Quinn. Luca is finding her footing after joining a new law firm. Rose Leslie joins the cast as Maya Rendell, and Maya is just at the beginning of her career as a lawyer when her father is accused of starting the Ponzi scheme that ruined Diane. So that is a little bit twisted right there. Many of the guest stars of The Good Wife... Many of the guest stars Good Wife fans know and love will be returning, including Carrie Preston, Gary Cole, and Matthew Perry. Just like The Good Wife, The Good Fight will not shy away from the controversial issues of the day. New episodes will be released on CBS All Access Sundays beginning February 19th. To start your free trial of CBS All Access, go to cbs.com slash the good Sorry, cbs.com slash good fight. So to start your free trial, cbs.com slash Fight, And they're going to start Sundays, February 19th. And I actually saw the trailer for mm-hmm. this and it looks really, really good.
1: I was going to say it's so great that they have like an online link because I barely watch TV anymore. Like yeah. I watch a lot of stuff online. No, it's
0: so true. And that that's actually why I wanted to watch Santa Clarita Diet because I do watch everything. Yeah. yeah. And I love Netflix. And so it's interesting because I... Um, kept hearing about this on the radio and I watched the trailer, like I said, today and it looks really good. So mm-hmm. now I'm like, ah, I'm going to have to add another show to the mix of things. So yeah. check it out, guys. The Good Fight, February 19th. It's so exciting. Yes, I know. Oh. So anything else that we missed from episode one and two
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, that you can think of? Or any other zombie-related things that we should bring up?
1: Any zombie-related things? Um... I'm I'm trying to think right now.
0: I'm just I'm just like still in shock and kind of ha- you know, I'm having to deal with Drew Barrymore being a zombie and a actually a very
1: cute zombie. She's a really she's cute. So she and actually lovable. if they're trying
0: to get like people like myself into the zombie world, it's working because I was never into zombies and now I'm like talking about zombies and learning about zombies but one thing that I did want to mention is I, I saw her interviews from um, the premiere mm-hmm. and it was really sweet what she how she talked about this role because mm-hmm. she's she says she you know really likes to pick and choose roles based on you know how they are she she's not going to go just for any role and she said she'd been you know going through a really hard time in her life and she loved this part and she really wanted to make it happen because it's just like such a light comedy in the mix of like everything that's happening right now yeah. not only with what she was going through in life but now what everybody's going through just with like all the politics Current and everything events. yeah yeah totally so this is just like such a nice light show to kind of check out yeah i mean it's just get about your mind like off everything eating else. people and murdering yeah. people Nobody you don't have jail. to worry about donald trump when your mom's a zombie like you know yeah. you're, you're gonna make it hopefully yeah. unless she bites or eats you well, if she bites you, then you could become a zombie too. So I can't wait to see what happens. That's,
1: yeah, <laughs> it'll be exciting. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us, guys. Remember to check us out um, on YouTube. Go to After Buzz TV and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure to like and comment on our video. We'd love to hear. All that you guys know about zombies, inform us. I'm going to be doing some more research on zombies. I can't wait to see what happens in Episode 3 and 4. So check us out next week. We'll be back for Episode 3 and 4. And I'm Jessie Zaner. You can find me all over social media at Athletic. And tell them where they can find me, Mina.
1: Mina makes magic because I make the magic happen, guys. Yes. I really do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so until next time, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye.
1: Bye.